0: This is the ProAV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and
1: inspiration, only on MarketScale. Nowadays, we put a lot of AV on the ones and zeros. They want more features, but they want to see less hardware. Welcome to MarketScale ProAV. I'm your host, Sean Heath. You know, the United States really is at the forefront of a lot of things technologically. Uh, We are really pushing the envelope in medical technology and um, sound technology. There's There's a lot of fields where the United States has positioned itself as a leader. Weirdly though, one of the fields that we do not embrace fully is the outdoor LED screen as a solution and, and and that's always been very curious to me and today I have a feeling I'm gonna get some answers finally today I have an opportunity to have a conversation with the chief marketing officer for Pixelflex, David Venus David how are you today
0: pretty good uh, you know kicking off the week I think on the right foot here on Monday and uh, you know a good 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 long weekend and here here we are today so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be a part
1: I'm really excited to have a chance to talk to you about outdoor LED screens, just as as a concept, but also as a product, as a, a communication protocol. It does seem that outside of places as obvious as Times Square or Las Vegas, large, high quality outdoor LED screen signage doesn't seem to be something that almost any industry embraces. And I've never understood that. What are your opinions on that?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we've seen, uh, I I think where most people see them, you know, they think of Times Square, like you said, in Las Vegas. But outside of that, they're seeing them in uh, applications like roadside billboards, um, starting to see things like airports really grab on to uh, LED to, you know because air, airports are really becoming the transportation hub of today kind of like train stations were uh, you know fifty 60 years ago and uh, you know I think in in today's marketplace, LED has been rapidly changing, uh, especially in the outdoor, outdoor world. You know, outdoor LED is one of those things that has to really be able to hold up to adverse weather conditions, right? And with uh, specifically the United States, we have so many different climates. Uh, We have, you know, rain and, and wind and snow and, you know, all those things that other places have, but we haven't seen outside of those big hubs, like we talked about, really grab onto the technology and uh, I think some of that plays to quite a few things that I'm sure we'll get into today. Things like price and things like local regulations from uh, local governments and, you know, even the federal government. Uh, you know, the federal government's been cracking down as of late uh, with FCC compliance and, and you know, at, I, I don't think there's a perfect answer to your question, but it's definitely an interesting one, and, and I really look forward, I think, to digging into it a little farther today.
1: Well, let's take a couple of those points and and go a little deeper into them. Let's talk about price. Um, traditionally, when technologies hit the market, they're expensive. That's just the way that development works in the technological standpoint. And as the... Technologies improve, manufacturing processes improve, material prices come down, delivery uh, protocols and systems uh, simplify, and prices come down. What's really odd about the outdoor LED market is that the prices are coming down. But the value and the usage in the market is going to, I don't know, double, maybe triple coming up in the next, what, f- five years? Do you think that's a conservative estimate?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, r- studies done saying how fast uh, outdoor LED screens are. You know, I, I guess that market is, is growing. Um, you know, in 2016, it was roughly a $4 billion industry globally. Um, it's projected to reach somewhere in the 14 to 16 billion dollar range by 2023. So, I mean, you're talking what six years, seven years. So, you know, that's a lot of growth, and uh, it's it's something that needs to you know definitely be looked at, especially if it's not in your strategy as a company. Whether that's you, you know you're just paying to put an advertisement on a screen, or or you're you're the ones actually installing the screen and selling the advertisement, should we say? But um, you know, really when it comes to the technology, you know, to kind of take a step backwards here, uh, you know, typically in the past, outdoor screens have been a much lower resolution than what you're seeing for indoor applications. You know, you're seeing screens in the 10 to 20 millimeter range. I mean, your average roadside billboard is between 10 and 10 and 20 millimeter, really on the, uh, you know, latter side of that, so close to 18 and 20 millimeter And a lot of those types of products are actually what we would call a DIP configuration. So a DIP configuration is where there's three diodes, a red, green, and a blue, to create the colors. Correct? Uh, Well, today's technology we're moving into uh, SMD, where it's a single package with a red, green, and a blue. Uh, all, all in one so and obviously we've also now started to see a race towards what we call the the, the bottom in, in our industry So uh, even in outdoor screens, so we're seeing higher resolution options, you know, we're, we're all the way down to offering a 3.9 here uh, at Pixel Flex, which is uh, a a Huge huge change in difference from you know a 20 millimeter roadside billboard. That's uh, you know a dip configuration so uh, you know it's it's just really understanding what's available and, and and what what you need for an outdoor LED screen application because really no matter what you do, they're all different even if it's a roadside billboard if you want to put a screen on the side of a wall uh, if you want to put uh, a large-scale screen on the side of a building that's you know 30 40 stories tall uh, you know every application is different understanding what's out there and what you need versus what you want are, are really important when you're when you're going through these steps
1: and those considerations play a huge part in a company's philosophy when they're deciding whether or not they want to dip their toe into the outdoor LED market.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, so, you know, today, uh, you know, as of as of really the last 12 to 15 months, the, the FCC has been cracking down on uh, compliance of products, making sure these products that are outside uh, of buildings aren't emitting anything that affect with... Or sorry, that, uh, that that affect radio interference or messes up a network, uh, you know, because that can be extremely dangerous. Think about it. Uh, you know, the FCC radio communications, uh, you know, that's how planes are controlled, you know, by uh, by air traffic controllers. And that's how uh, fire departments and police departments all all talk back and forth to each other. So you know, making sure that our products as an industry, not just a Pixel Flex, but as an industry are designed and are FCC compliant uh, is, is extremely important.
1: Another aspect of this that we haven't touched on yet is the technology is growing in leaps and bounds. The things that you can do with outdoor LEDs now is miles past where just what you could have done five years ago talk to me about some of the uses that you have seen develop in the past few years for outdoor signage
0: yeah you know obviously in the past everybody has just wanted a big flat screen right a four by three uh, ratio or a 16 by nine type ratio uh, you know screens so they're you know they can put a normal uh, you know, square rectangular advertisement up on a screen or, or, or slide or video up on a screen. And you know, people need to understand that we have really come a long way in, in, in what we have to offer as an industry and and you know we we love here at pixel to really think about things creatively how can you not only have a purposeful display right so yeah you want to sell advertising you want to play back a video on it but how can you do things a little different how can you enhance the architectural you know, pieces of the building. Uh, So, you know, you have the ability to put a large screen up, but how can you make it a little more creative and add strips or use a lower res, semi-transparent product and, Uh, you know, create a truly big, you know, large staple on a building or in a community that is, you know, known, uh, you know, a great example is, uh, you know, LA Live, you know, that district in the heart of Los Angeles has, has really become a big LED hub. And there's all kinds of LED in there, some from, you know, even some of our competitors. And, uh, you know, one of the largest screens in that, uh, in that whole complex is on the side of the JW Marriott Hotel. Um, believe it or not you know everybody thinks oh that has to be you know high res uh, well no it's it's roughly 40 stories tall and about 115 hundred and feet wide and it's a, a 30 30 millimeter pixel pitch but it's transparent so you can and see you know see see out as uh, you know a hotel guest in a room you can see the outside you're not cut off from the world but you know so it's somewhat architectural and and, and thinking through those things really gives you the ability to be different and creative and and be something that sticks out uh, in the community or in your architectural designs.
1: That approach is something that I'm always reminded of when I'm driving around uh, downtown Dallas and I see, specifically at night, the outside of the Omni Hotel, uh, a curved building, but they employ their external signage really innovatively they're really ingenious with some of the things that they put on there when you are meeting with a client and trying to determine what they really need versus what they say they want that's a pretty delicate tightrope right do you find yourselves holding back some really out there ideas before the customer has had a chance to sort of exhaust all of their thoughts
0: you know uh, we don't feel like that's the best way to go about it
1: you know i mean
0: stymieing someone's creativity um, you know isn't really what we want to do you know we can help you find a way to do just about anything now of course that's going to be tied to uh (laughs) the the one thing you don't want to talk about which is a budget right Uh, you know you can do just about anything you want to do especially in today's world with the technology we have and the minds that we have uh, you know out there and the the ability to to design things with products that are just truly creative right being able to do a curved screen outside or uh, enhance the architectural outline or you know features of a building like that I mean you can you can do it. It's just going to come down to how big you want to go. Uh, Obviously the back end side of processing is always a big deal. You know, how you want to get content to it. And then ultimately, you know, how much you, you know, you want to spend on a project like this. So, uh, we would rather work from the standpoint of, Hey, let's get everything on the table. What do you want to do? And then let's figure out how to do it in a way that works for you and a budget number that makes sense. And that's going to get the really the effect you want.
1: And ultimately, the discussion comes down to ROI. It just always does. And as you mentioned, finding out what your budget is, an important component in that is how long are you planning on being around as a company? You know, you're trying to send this message with this board or this uh, outdoor signage. If you're going to be here two weeks, well, you could just go ahead and print something on a tarp. But if you're planning on being here for the long haul and you want flexibility and the ability to scale or to grow and you're planning on being around for a while, it almost seems like LED would be a no-brainer because it's just so much more, it makes so much more sense economically. Well, yeah, and obviously it's much more dynamic, you know. Uh, there
0: again, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a big data data analytics guy. I read I read a lot, and you know when when you look at it, they say on average about seven out of ten people can recall a digital advertisement they've seen in the past month. Uh, you know, so when you consider kind of what those mediums are or what those media formats are, whether that's a roadside billboard or uh, you know an LED screen on the side of a building. Um, something on the, you know, the rooftop of a building or just a simple, you know, freestanding display outside of the entryway of a building on the sidewalk. It, you know, the, you have the ability to truly engage people today in what is really a noisy world, right? A digital world. We are we are subjected to so many types of advertisements uh, a, a, a day. And I mean, I think the last time I read it was something like we're in like the 2,500 uh, different, or you're being sold something close to 2,500 times a day and you don't even realize it. I mean, just flip your, your phone over, right? There's a there's a logo for that company in the back of it. You're being advertised to buy more of their products and you don't even realize it. So you have to do something to kind of separate yourself and and, and digital mediums are going to be and, and have proven to be much more effective than that of, uh, you know, a large format, uh,
1: printed banner, uh, really of any sort. And just to wrap this up, I've there's a, uh, a phrase, the medium has become the message, but I'd like to tweak that saying just a little bit to apply it to what we've talked about today, and that is the method of presenting the message becomes part of the importance of the message. As you mentioned, the impact that the message can cause is directly related to the way in which it is presented to a customer today i've had the privilege of having a conversation with the chief marketing officer for pixel Flex, david venus david thanks so much for taking the time this is really interesting
0: i appreciate it it's always uh, it's always a lot of fun
1: thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.